Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 206. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Burr Andy. Are you saying I'm cold? Maybe. I'm I'm angry. I can oh, tell you that. angry. But uh, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast. Andy, why are you angry? Uh, do you remember uh, right before this, I said I had to go take care of something, and I'll be back? <laughs> do you have jury duty? Yeah, so I got uh, a notice uh, for jury duty, and I forgot about it. Well, and then they sent me an email, be like, you missed your thing. You got to do it. So they're like, you have to call. Their whole thing was you have to call at this time, and then they'll tell you whether you have to come in or not. So my date was last Friday. So I called, and then they're like, uh, there's no court the next day because it's a holiday. So you have to call next Tuesday after 5 o'clock, and we'll tell you if you have to come in. And it's like, oh, God damn it. And then I'm thinking, like, why... Why are they having jury duty? What are they? Yeah, how do you, do you do it over Zoom? No, I have to go to the fucking building. So I, so yeah, I called in. Like, yeah, your says your group has to come in at seven forty-five in the morning, which is first of all like seven forty-five. Not even awake. <laughs> this fucking sucks. Um, is that tomorrow? Yeah. Ugh. But it's like there's a goddamn pandemic, you assholes. Just why? What do you need this for? If someone needs yeah, a jury, yeah, that's where like the infection is rampant. Yeah, like the fucking people in jury duty. That's not going to be fun. Fucking stupid fucking shit. Have you ever been selected? Not to be on a jury, but I've had to go to the building like 900 times. How many times have you been like pre-qualified for jury duty? Multiple times. Oh, it sucks. God. Like, I don't just keep going back into it. And it's like, it's a waste of time. You sit there and they like put on like a movie that no one's ever heard of or something terrible. And then you just sit and you stare at your phone for nine hours. And they're like, oh, I guess not. You can go. Like one time I went into a courtroom when they did the selection thing, the process. Yeah. And they they it took forever to eliminate me. I was like number 40. And they just kept going. And they're like, all right, we're eliminating you. It's like, God Ugh. damn it. I had to go a couple years ago. And uh, I didn't understand. Like people wanted to... To be on a jury, the guy like beat his girlfriend or wife or something. That's and like the one they're I, showing uh, us photos. It's like, uh, no, like he's guilty. I said that I think if something like that, and they're like, okay, thank you. And then they still yeah. wouldn't let me go until finally they filled the whole like bench. And then finally, after two days, two days in a row, I got to go home. I never had to go back. They gave me twenty bucks, so. Yeah. <laughs> there's that yeah that's the thing is you get paid for your second day but uh yeah that's the one time i was actually in the courtroom when they were doing the thing it was the same thing like oh there's domestic violence and then the cops came and he resisted arrest and i was like did he really resist arrest or did he like say like hold on a second and they're like oh he's resisting because i mean the guy was mexican so you're like i'll be his lawyer <laughs> yeah i'm a controller but a lawyer by night well, like the, the, the DA is like, so the definition of assault doesn't have to include any physical contact. Uh, so we're charging this guy with assaulting an officer. And I'm like, oh, well, that sounds like bullshit. So you're telling us he didn't physically contact the officer. So yeah, he just him. yelled at him. Yeah. And that's assaulting an officer. And he's like, fuck this case. Let me go home. Well, uh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah if I were you, I mean, this year is already worse than last. Yeah. 
But at least it's we have power here. I could have postponed it when I missed it. They're like, well, you can just you can do it up to six months later. And I was like, no, just give it to me as soon as possible. But now regretting that decision. Yeah, <laughs> that's a shame. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so quickly, I mean, I don't even have a story on it, but like Texas right now is like four degrees. Like all these weird places are just frigid temperatures, no power. The little uh, like wind uh, f- power fans are frozen in Texas. They have no power. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, I mean, they're not prepared for that kind of stuff, right? That's how that works. I don't so know. in I don't... Austin right now, that's 25 degrees. It's a little bit warmer. Like, what would happen if that happened here? Like, it's gotten down to like 31, I think, once in my lifetime. I think here. just all the oranges would be bad. That's it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's not going to happen here. I'm, I'm. It's pretty cold here, and it's like 62 or something. Yeah, I think we I have the ocean. That's our own, like, cooling tower that keeps everything kind of stable. Well, there's an ocean in Texas, too. Uh, well, what's it in Houston? Let's see. Houston's not, like, on the water. So, on the water, I'm going to tell you what it is right now, just in a in random spot. Galveston. Holy crap, it's 32 degrees on the water. Yeah, that's, that's rough. I don't understand how that happens. Like, I guess just that ocean over there is colder, but the Gulf is typically warmer, isn't it? Uh, you can't figure out how weather works. We don't know. The scientists don't know. So don't attempt to explain it. Bizarre. But yeah, it's cold. Uh, if you have no power, listen to some Tony's take. Uh, I'm sure Verizon still works. But how are you going to charge your phone? If you have an iPhone 12 or your Samsung, you might not need to. Solar power? No, it just lasts a long time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's move on from your jury duty and the cold. Um Tell us about uh, casting for a show. I believe you called it Borderland. The Borderlands. It's a video game series, and there it's being adapted into a movie. And the details have come out over time, and they have always just gotten more and more weird. Um, directed by Eli Roth, you know, and like from Cabin Fever and oh, yeah. Hostel and. Glorious Bastards, not directed by, but yeah, he was the bear Jew. The movies he's made, like as a director, have all been like violent, weird ass shit that isn't very popular and doesn't seem to be like track well with like, I guess, a action, big action movie or something mm-hmm. that you would think this Borderlands movie is supposed to be. I mean, Bor- Borderlands itself is just kind of like it's like a goofy Mad Max. That's kind of its its vibe. It's like. Desert post-apocalypse with uh, people in like masks that try to kill you and stuff. That's kind of a shameless ripoff of Mad Max. Uh, so now they're going to actually make that into a movie. Uh, but the, the casting so far have been some curious choices. So uh, starring Kate Blanchett, who's like probably our finest actress, right? She's like super talented and is in like fancy movies that are good. Uh, yeah. Not like weird video game adaptations. Uh, so that's a strange choice to start. Also, she's in her 50s, I believe now. And the character in the video game that she's playing is like young, early 20s. So it's like, what is going on there? Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. Uh, the, the next person that they revealed in the cast is Kevin Hart playing uh, the like male lead character who is the romantic interest of the Kate Blanchett character. 
Uh, so Kevin Hart is playing this. Uh, he's a military dude, and he's kind of like a a stoic, serious, uh, strong military dude. Not is he gonna be Kevin standing Hart. on like a, <laughs> a box the whole time? Yeah, that's that's what everyone's been joking. Is like, well, he's not even he's so small. Like it doesn't make any sense. He's small in stature. Where the character he's playing is supposed to be like a big dude. You would think like The Rock would be playing him, not Kevin Hart. Well, I mean, I, I get what it's movie magic. Tom Cruise is, yeah. you know, the size of an iPad, but they make him look like a normal sized adult. They'll do the, the same thing of- with him. They'll just shoot him from, you know, his waist. And then he looks like he's giant. He just also won't stand next to anyone without being on a step. Yeah. Well, most of most of Kevin Hart's comedy is that he's a small guy and he's loud because of it. What do you mean? So most gonna- all of his comedy is okay. I'm small. How's that going to translate uh, if he's pretending to be someone bigger? Um, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Uh, then the next one, which it's clear they're just like, everyone liked that Jumanji shit, right? Yeah, that was the, that. Kevin Hart at his funniest because in the context of that movie, he was actually a, a you know a jock, but he was the character who was very little. So it was yeah. funny. The guy's like, where's the rest of me? Yeah, that was good. So uh, they thought, oh, everyone liked Jumanji. So... Um, Playing the robot character that's annoying is Jack Black. So Jack Black's going to, I guess, voice this robot character. Maybe in this movie he's not a robot. I don't know because it sounds totally fucked up. It seems very uh, weird. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then then today, Jamie Lee Curtis is also going to be in it as like the scientist lady. And it's like, all right, like this could be this might be the worst movie ever made. Uh, so I am fascinated. <laughs> it doesn't seem like... This is uh, I, I don't I don't know what the budget is I don't know what the real plan is but uh, I will keep you posted when more weird shit comes out because what the fuck is this movie why do you hire the like torture porn guy for your silly video game movie and then get Kate Blanchett to be in it like what yeah this is weird yeah all right <laughs> moving right along what about uh Pedro Pascal's new role. Uh, we have a lot of Pedro Pascal news this this week, uh, but he, the first thing here, um, if you like video game adaptations like Borderlands, uh, you'll you'll love The Last of Us, and uh, uh, you you might actually love The Last of Us. That is a fantastic video game, and it's being made into an HBO series made by the team that made uh, Chernobyl. So, a good production team there. Um. But it's they announced uh, just this past week that Pedro Pascal will be playing the lead character of Joel, and then the uh, the girl, the young girl character, is actually played by another Game of Thrones alum. So HBO likes to keep it in the family; they like to do that. So do you, do you remember uh, the character? Her name was Liana Mormont, and she was like the little girl. It was like the last two seasons. She was like part of one of the families of the North, and she was just like this little girl that was the leader. I mean, if I saw a photo, but no, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like a big role, but it was just like they did like when they do like their round tables of like, we should do this. And then like she'd step up. She's like an eight year old girl and be like, I think we should fight. And it's like, what the fuck? Probably. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was noticeable. But uh, so that little actress will be uh, the female role here. Like she's she probably to be, also think, like 27 now. Yeah, but I think the character is supposed to be like 13. Uh, but okay. it's. It's a great game, great story, uh, and with the team behind it, could be could be really good. But uh, Pedro Pascal is just so so hot right now. He is he's what everyone wants. So he's versatile. Yeah. So that's the next thing he will be in. 
Well, you know who's not as versatile? Gina Carano was fired from The Mandalorian. Well, you got it right the first time. She's not very versatile. She is a... Uh... She's not really known for acting. She is a she's a fighter. She's a UFC fighter turned sometimes actor. Um, but she won't be acting in The Mandalorian anymore. That is that has been uh, declared by Disney. And I'm, I'm not surprised. I actually thought this happened already because she has. Yeah, but uh, then I also thought I had heard that they were developing a standalone series for her. Yeah, one of the spinoffs seems like it would be her in it. So I don't know what that plan is now. And they can only be like, oh, actually, it's a different person. I mean, yeah. what what does she do now? She was like, she was just a mercenary who became like the sheriff. It's probably gonna be like she planet. had a daughter she didn't know. <laughs> yeah. And this girl's a fighter. But I, I had heard like well before what happened this past week that she was like a problem and like um, people didn't like her on set and she probably just wasn't going to be invited back to the show uh she had issues with pedro pascal and it's like yeah you don't want to have issues with the the star who everyone loves at the moment but yeah um but she she looks like she just kept pushing and it's like she made a couple controversial tweets and then they're like hey those are bad so she's like oh i'm gonna double down how dare you tell them that me they're bad um but it's like that's the thing is free speech is great first amendment is great it doesn't apply to your job that's just how it works so, uh, Disney is king. Uh, if Disney should have told you, if they didn't, to like cut it out or you're done. But like, I, I don't know what she was thinking. Yeah, I like, would. What did uh, you think? What do you think was going to happen? I would listen to the uh, people feeding you. You know. Yeah. So it's like, okay, uh, you made a joke about trans people. All right, um, it's not the worst thing, but just don't don't do it again, and they'll. You know, people will forget. And then, oh, COVID stuff. It's like, hey, no, just no one wants, no one cares. No one wants to hear that. No one's going to you for deep analysis of, uh, you know, pandemics and shit. So just maybe don't talk about it and just get your checks from Disney. To, See, but you know, no one understands that because that's why everyone's always on social media. Pushing their own brand and all that crap. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, here's the thing is like, we're, we're, we're doing the same thing. We're, we're, you know, spouting our opinions and whether they matter or not. Uh, but like, if I was employed by Disney and they're like, don't do that. Like I would listen to them. Yeah. Why don't they, uh, employ us? You know who we always talk very highly of the uh, good boys over at the simple dog leash known as the clipless leash. Now if you head over there, uh, to thecliplessleash.com, plug in promo code. Tony. They're going to give you 65% off. This is the dog leash that's way better than the one you have right now. It's quick, it's easy, and you're going to enjoy walking your dog. And he definitely, or, or she, enjoys being walked. So head to thecliplessleash.com, plug in promo code Tony for 65% off the dog leash you've been waiting for. Andy, it was too good not to do the live read right there. Yeah, yeah. Nice little transition. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah. And I did hear she got picked up by uh, the Daily Wire, which is Ben Shapiro's outlet, which recently re- released a movie only to their subscribers about like a high school shooting. And uh, they're going to have her make her own movie. Yeah. So good so. luck. 
I don't, yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, uh, you know, people can have their own opinions on Ben Shapiro, but he he's at least good at what he does, which is like talk about news and stuff. Um, I don't. He doesn't make movies. Well, he's, he's no. He's no. I Martin don't. Scorsese. I should. I mean, he didn't make the movie. I think he maybe. I, I know. Fund it. I watched the trailer for it. I, I wouldn't mind seeing. It. It's got the guy from The Punisher, um, Thomas Jane. Yes. All right. The real and, person. Uh, it looks the trailer looks really good, but you have to be a subscriber to their thing to watch it, um, which I'm not. Uh, but yeah, maybe she'll make a movie that's great, but probably not. Yeah, but, uh, okay. she's not. She's not there for her acting ability. Like, well. She could be the female rock. No one. He he wasn't there as the, for his acting. No, but the rock, the rocks turned into uh, something fun in a way. Yeah. He knows how to be his character. I haven't seen her from her yet. I don't know. I, I didn't even particularly like her in the Mandalorian. Yeah, I know. I liked the movie Haywire, which was she was in, but it because she just punched people and then other people got to be cool in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of a movie that uh, the rock is in, be cool. Yeah, that was a that was uh, fun. That, that, he had, that was one of his last roles with hair, too. And that's where he kind of showed off that, like, I don't have to be an action star to be entertaining. Yeah, he was a gay, like, bodyguard henchman who wanted to be an actor in a cowboy series, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah and that was back right. when he was doing his eyebrow. Yeah, that was real early. That was when he was still the rock like, for the most part. 2002 or something the sequel yeah. to get shorty which is on my list of things to watch on uh, hbo max that's on there okay yeah recently added yeah uh okay well before we get to what we've been watching we do have an update on the justice league Zack snyder trailer which was released uh today uh sunday sunday i've watched it i imagine you have yeah and Ooh. um it it's it's what I thought it was. Uh, for all those people holding out hope, that's like finally his vision. Uh, he's going to be able to tell the story he wanted to tell us, and and it's like, what the fuck is that movie? Like, okay, so now it, it was used to the movie used to be very red, and now it's just very blue and dark blue. And Batman has a tank, and now Jared Leto they just pulled him off the set of uh, the little things, and they're like. All right, we're gonna we're gonna make your hair look green in post, and then put some uh, fake lipstick, and then you'll be the Joker again. Like, cool, and yeah. you'll have one conversation with Ben Affleck, and it'll be worth it. So, I watched this trailer. I haven't seen that movie that that already came out, so I don't know how similar it is or 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 not. Uh, the whole thing is it's not a Batman movie. I don't know what it is. It's it's in the Avengers care, uh, territory, and I can't. I can't handle that. I don't need these, you know, ghouls and goblins from outer space that are just <laughs> want to like implode our planet. I like when it's, oh, this guy is, a, you know, a simple guy. He worked at Radio Shack and then he got fired and then his girlfriend <laughs> yeah. left him and then his mom died. Now he's fallen on hard times and he's an evil man. Not, oh, this guy traveled 7,000 mega light years away and he needs this jewel that only can be harnessed by him and it's in our depth uh, the deepest depths of our ocean and superman's gonna save the day like what i don't need any of that 
Yeah. So that, I mean, that's one of the problems of this whole series is that they went to that so quick before introducing like who the characters were. So yeah, it's the justice league. So it's not Batman. It's like them all. It's all the people who you don't even know yet because they never had a movie of them until my problem is that (laughs) Batman is a human. Superman is not, he looks like a human and that's cool. But the two of them, they're different wavelengths. Yeah. It's, it's hard to understand how they can exist in the same universe where it's like Batman's always struggling to take down other humans like the Joker. And it's like, well, I guess Superman could just actually laser him with his eyes like from across the world. And it's yeah, just done. Like, if you really wanted to do that. And I get, oh, well, you know, he has Morgan Freeman in his uh, back pocket who can make him cool gadgets uh, similar to Iron Man that can, you know, counteract Superman. It's like, no. Yeah. And no. It's like, well, maybe if he does the kryptonite and all that stuff, and it's like, eh. So I already did that. Yeah, I'm still going to watch this uh, because I'm just fascinated by it. So the report is that uh, the the Joss Whedon version of the movie, which is the one that got put out in theaters, only had 30 minutes of, you know, film that was. No, there's 30 minutes of that was filmed by Zack Snyder. Oh, I thought you said three minutes. No, so 30 minutes of what Zack Snyder filmed. Wow. Made it into the final theatrical cut. Uh, But Zack Snyder filmed six hours of this movie and his original cut was four hours and Warner Brothers is like, get fucked. And they said, make it two hours. So he came back with like a three and a half hour cut and they're like two hours. So he came back with a three hour cut and they said two hours. And (laughs) finally he came back and said, last thing, two and a half hour cut. And they're like, no, but now this movie doesn't make any sense at all. And then so it's no longer three and a half hour movie. No, so now it's going back. It's going to be a four-hour movie. But oh. like when he originally filmed it, and Warner Brothers was like, we're not putting out a fucking three-hour movie. That's insane. It's, it's got to be two hours. But when he tried to cut it, now the movie made no sense. So they had to like basically refilm 75% of the movie with a new director. What a mess. Uh, and then that director turned out to be like a horrible person and harass, harassing everyone on set. And he's now canceled. And the movie was terrible. And it's like, what a fucking disaster all this was. Um, but this Snyder Cut, I am pretty confident, is also going to be terrible and a disaster. And it's going to take four hours of my time to watch this garbage. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here for the people. Yeah, I might wait for your uh, review of it. Yeah, I'm here for the people. So I'm going to I'm gonna let you know. So that's, that's still a month away. Uh, I think it's like coming out on St. Patrick's Day. So do not waste your St. Patrick's Day doing that. Yeah. Do something better. All right, well, uh, should we get into what we've been watching? Yeah. I've got three things. Okay. How many do you have? I've got five or four and a half, remember, from last week. Okay, so the other half of that. All right. Well, you want to do a couple? Yeah, I'll I'll go in with uh, the second half of Tiger, and uh, I don't know if there's anything more I can say. It's a a good documentary. If you like golf, if you like Tiger Woods, uh, and you have HBO Max, watch that shit. Yeah, it's tremendous. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the, the funny thing is, I don't know where I feel, I don't know where I stand with Tiger at this point, where it's like at some points, it's like, oh, I see why he was kind of broken. And then sometimes like, wow, he's just an asshole. So uh, he just like ditched people like his caddy and shit, where it's just like, all right, we're done. It's like, I thought we were friends. It's like, no, we're, our relationship is over. We're good. And just moves on. Yeah, like, but he's he's fallen and now he's he's back near the top. I mean. If he can win after this uh, latest surgery, 
bigger than ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it ends showing like, hey, he's he's a good person now, and he's friendly and everything. Like, that's great. Okay. Um, I hope I hope that's true because he's one of the most important people in history. Yeah, I'll say it. Bold. Uh, okay. All right. Oh, I'm ready to move on to the next thing here. The next thing I watched was the new mutants. This was the X-Men spin-off movie that had long been in the works, long been uh, shelved. Um, I went back and looked. This movie was filmed in the fall of 2017. It did not get a release until, I think, August of this year. Hmm. Um, and that was during the pandemic. You're just like, fuck it. Put it out. Like, we can't just hold on to this movie forever. Um, this is this was an X-Men spin-off of... Uh, they're teenagers. They're in like an institution. And of course, they're like, hey, we're doing this for your own protection. Uh, but really, do they have other means? And then uh, there's like hauntings. And really, this movie should be like one of my favorites. Like it's got a lot of elements of things I love. Like it's uh, a teen movie coming of age story. It's uh, a horror movie. And it's got X-Men. It's like I love all those things. But all together, it just didn't work. It didn't have enough of those elements. It There wasn't enough haunting stuff. Like the scary stuff that was happening didn't happen enough. And there wasn't enough stakes with it. Hmm. Uh, I think I think the problem, and this was the whole story behind it, was that after the first cut of the movie, they're like, we should actually make this more scary. And then they never got around to actually doing the reshoots that was planned because of, uh, number one, this movie was made by Fox because it's an X-Men movie. Then Fox got sold to Disney. And then Disney had to decide what they want to do with all the old X-Men stuff. And so it took forever to even get released. Uh, and it shows because uh, one of the characters is played by Anya Taylor-Joy, who's like, she's like an A-lister at this point now. She's in everything. Uh, but back then, she was like only in The Witch, right? Yeah. She might have filmed um, Split at that point but it was like she was not a name and she is not the main character she is not the lead actress of this movie there's no way this movie gets made in 2021 and she's not the lead actress in it now so it's it's just weird to be like hey that person's way more famous than everyone else in the movie and she's just kind of a side character and it, yeah it's also got uh Arya stark who i i don't know if she'll ever do anything again after game of thrones ended but it it had a lot of potential it's just not that good of a movie I wish it was better. All right. All right. Well, I'll do a couple. So I watched, I think I talked about it coming out on here, maybe, but about the Cecil Hotel. Right. Yep. I don't remember what it's called. It doesn't deserve being uh, the recognition of the title. Uh, the first episode, it's four parts. It's a documentary. First one and a half uh, to two, Yeah. One and a half ish. One are good. The rest of it, I didn't even finish it. I left the fourth one. It, uh, it's a piece of shit. Um, they brought in, and these people like were proud of calling themselves YouTubers, and I hated that so much. Uh, basically, these dipshits who are unemployed look at every you know ounce of that videotape of that lady acting weird in the elevator. Uh, and they're trying to you know find out clues and like, ooh, that's another foot. And they're like, well, well, maybe it's not, but uh, ooh. And then they go to the hotel and they're, it become like a big part of this documentary. 
and then they just go down the rabbit hole of oh this nut job uh death slayer singer guy stays in the cecil uh, we bet he did it he has a song called they have like china and water in the in the song and he has a music video where he's killing a girl he did it or people have pizza on the roof they did it it's like go fuck yourselves you made the shittiest documentary i've ever tried to watch it's a heaping pile of shit you got suckered in <laughs> no well yes it's and all... no i turned it off after yeah uh, i don't i think i finished the third or i got close to finishing the third and i i was done i don't care if they're not in the fourth at all i'm not watching it <laughs> to counteract yeah. that by the way i i uh stumbled upon discovery plus has two shows geared towards the cecil hotel uh one is was recently filmed like the people i watched the trailer the people are wearing masks because of covid and the hotel has been closed for three years. They got special access to go in. I think they're ghost hunting or whatever. And then another one, it's three parts and it's about different. One, the one lady who jumped out of a, a window uh, to kill herself and landed on a guy in the fifties on the floor. And obviously he died too. And then the girl in the water tower. And then the first episode was some other famous death that was there. So I, I might watch a, uh, some of those to just get that nastiness out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't like any ghost hunting type stuff. Like I'll watch stuff about like, Oh, we think this stuff is haunted. But once they start bringing in the people like mediums and shit, it's like, nah, I yeah, don't I don't really care about that unless it's October, but yeah. I like some of it's going to have the history of the hotel, which is mostly what I was looking for anyway. I, I mean, the girl like just killed herself there that was I remember that like I want to learn about this stuff from the 30s and the 40s and the 50s there I also and the one thing that they did have that was cool in that first doc I was talking about is they had old footage of this hotel and you know the 30s and such that was cool yeah yeah no that stuff is interesting I like old LA yeah all right should I do one more okay all right, I watched an Amazon original, seventy five hundred. Are you familiar? That's what it's called. Yes. I don't know it. So I'm blanking on his name. He has three names. He was Robin in uh, Batman. Oh yeah, that guy, um, Joseph Joseph Gordon, Gordon Levitt. Levitt. That's right. He uh, is a pilot and well, an assistant pilot, co pilot, and. Uh, 7500 is a code for a hijacking. So uh, it's about a, a flight going from Berlin to Paris and it gets an attempted hijacking. And uh, it's very like it's similar to uh, Greyhound that Tom Hanks wore a battleship movie where they're using all the codes and lingo and uh, all that stuff between the control tower and the pilots you know, taking off and checking their instruments and their gear and all that stuff. It's actually filmed in a real plane too. It wasn't pieces or anything. They, they filmed all of it in a plane. Uh, it was pretty cool. A little gripping. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those where you're like, do this, come on, go get the thing, do that. And it's like, well, that, that usually is a sign of a decent enough movie. I have, I have seen this, uh, like image before at least. Um, I feel like Joseph Gordon-Levitt just doesn't do that much anymore. So that's, that's interesting. 
Yeah, and another fun fact. So the main pilot wasn't an actor, but in fact, an actual pilot for uh, authenticity. And he helped uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt understand, you know, different uh, rules of the uh, air, you know? Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, probably, I would have preferred uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the co-pilot. Yeah, that would have been more fun, but he probably yeah. wouldn't have fit with a camera guy in there, too. Yeah. All right, you want to go? Yeah, uh, so I've got three more things. So uh, the first thing, quick, uh, The Crazies, a movie from like 10 years ago. Uh, this was on Amazon. It's like, oh, I just want to watch a dumb horror movie. And it's not necessarily dumb, but it's a... I was watching it, and then I was like, oh, wait, I forgot this is a pandemic movie. Like, everything's a pandemic movie, but, like, this is definitely one where they have to come and quarantine everyone because something's going on and making people violent uh, in the small town. And uh, it's fun. Um, Timothy Oliphant plays a sheriff. Uh, so it's really hard to, to buy that. It's like, what a what a crazy uh, leap for him. Yeah. He, he doesn't play characters like that ever. So, um at first, it was really hard to like buy that. Like, I don't know. I, I can't see him as a sheriff, but... Uh, Paper salesman, sure. <laughs> yeah, he does a good job, though. Uh, but it, it's... That's a good 90-minute uh, movie, in and out It's uh, fine. It's not the worst thing if you, uh, you're settling on, like, oh, I want to watch something a little, a little spooky. It's... All right. And I think I watched it, like, way back when, when it came out, but I was like, I haven't... I don't even remember any part of this, really. Yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah. Uh, and then I did finally watch The Little Things, the HBO Max uh, release, uh, Denzel movie. And it's it's uneven. It's 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 good overall, I would say. Uh, but there's some of the parts that's like hard to understand. Uh, it's got the three Oscar winners. And at times they're great. At times they're weird. Yeah. Uh, Rami Malek at the beginning is like like not good i would say it's like well i don't he he can't play like a normal guy uh so it gets better when he becomes like more broken as the movie goes on and it's like yeah. oh now now it's better for him so but i said jared leto the whole time is great because it's like i don't think they even gave him any notes like that's probably the normal jared leto yeah like all right we're gonna film this documentary yeah <laughs> <laughs> just be yourself yeah the guy was uh pretty creepy and then um, I don't know if you thought the same thing, but it's like towards the end there, it's like, oh, this is like the movie seven. Uh, and then it's like, did they, you can't just rip off seven. Uh, but I, I read into it. This movie was written in 1993. Whoa. So I, I also didn't know coming in that the movie was set in the year 1990. I thought when it, it came at the very beginning, like 1990, I was like, oh, this is like a flashback to the first killing. And then it'll be present day. Well, uh, I watched the trailers and saw all the old cars. One old car, sure, but two old cars. That's well, they make a big deal about him in the the old car, the the su su suspected killer. That yeah. I didn't really even pay attention to everything else. <laughs> uh, we well, so have yeah, Denzel was... in a Bronco. <laughs> yeah, but he's also from Bakersfield. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, um, I enjoyed that part of it. The uh, the Bakersfield uh, aspect. But yeah, if you have HBO Max, you should watch it because it is it's a real movie that was going to be in the movie theater and they've got under two weeks to watch it. Goes away, yeah. I think the twenty eighth is the last chance you have. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Alright, you got one more you said? Yep, the last thing is also on HBO Max, and this was 
This movie actually got released into theaters the week the whole world fell apart. I saw it was released March 13th. It's like, oh, what a terrible, what a terrible date. Uh, It was, it was a hit at Sundance 2020. And it's like, we're actually going to give this thing a theatrical release. Uh, And then the world fell apart. So it's called a never, rarely, sometimes, always. Uh, Crazy name, but uh, I kind of figured out what it it was going to be. I was like, oh, it's like, that's like those terrible surveys they make you fill out or, or answer. Where it's always like, do you drink? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Remember those things? Yeah. So it's like one of those things. Um, it's a, it's it's an abortion movie. Like one of those, oh, you boy. know? There's so many of them. Uh, and I joke, but that's because there there was another abortion movie on HBO Max this year. That was like a comedy. And th- this one is uh, much more serious. Uh, it's it's about a high school girl who... Uh, you ne- you ne- never find out how she got pregnant. I mean, you, you, you can do the math, like the science... Um, but they don't like go into that. It just like starts that, you know, um, and she's from a smaller town and has to travel to New York city to actually get it done. And she's just, mm. you know, a high school girl who doesn't know uh, what she's doing. And it's, it's just a very, very authentic movie that is so like real that it's almost, it's almost like a documentary. It just, it, there's nothing that seems like, oh, you're watching a movie. It's like you're watching real life. Um, and the the actress here, this was her the first movie she'd ever done. And so based on that, it's like she's incredible for that. It's like how there are some moments in this movie that are like really powerful. And it's like this is her first thing. She's she's great. She's in, the other thing is there's two. So there's two. Uh, it's two high school girls in it. She has a friend accompanying her on her on her journey. And they're both actually in real life young it's not like you have a 27 year old playing a 17 year old Uh and that, that really helps because it's like, Oh, these are, these are actual kids doing this. So that adds to the authenticity there. Interesting. Not one I'll watch, but there you go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's got uh, a lot of good buzz. um, All right. As far as like critical reception. And I think it's, it's good. There you go. My last movie is an HBO Max movie, and I watched 1975's Dog Day Afternoon. You ever seen this? Um, This is I I watched it like two months ago and talked about it, I think. Right. (laughs) The Pacino movie. The what? The Pacino bank robbery movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, then you're you know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah. So I finally watched this, not knowing much about it at all, other than the knowing the name of it. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, Pacino's pretty great in it. It's weird seeing him at that age and not being like Godfather or Scarface. Even Uh, it's kind of nice. It's like, oh, he's who's this new actor, you know? Uh, And then John Cazale has a line on there I thought was unique. I wrote down. well, not verbatim, but about taking care of his body by not smoking. He tells one of the bank teller ladies, like, you shouldn't smoke, you know. He dies of lung cancer. Yeah. At the age of 42, which I do remember having that conversation on here. So, okay, that makes sense. Um, but, yeah, he's, and I think we may have said this too, but just as a refresher, he's the only actor to have every movie he's ever been in, which is only five, uh, to be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, that's quite it's quite a run there. Um good work with uh Al Pacino there. Yeah. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. It's uh 
couple hours long, I believe. Uh, and again, on HBO Max. So check it out. It's fun. It's New York in the 70s. Police. Yeah. Attica. This is the Attica line from uh, Always Sunny. Yeah, where he, that's a different because Charlie's pretending to be a different Al Pacino character, but then uses a line from this movie, which is funny. So, yeah, because he's doing Serpico, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's another one I haven't seen. Yeah. If that that's on there, that's worth watching. I like that. Um, What's that one so, about? Uh, he's a detective who uh, realizes that NYPD is corrupt and he's trying to take down the corrupt cops within the system. Hmm. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same director as this movie yeah um, that's good crooked caps you're crooked yeah. calf <laughs> i don't uh, see it on here i don't know if it is but uh what's interesting is the reason i watched it whenever that was like a few months back was it was on the list of what's leaving hbo ah <laughs> uh, so i think it's one of those things they like take it off for like a week put and it right put back, it back. yeah it, it's like um where the the reverse was uh demolition man like when I was, because I always look like, oh, what's coming, what's going, and it was like, come in December first, Demolition Man. And it was like leaving December thirty first, Demolition Man. It's like, what? Like, what kind of fucking deal is that? Yeah, Stallone's like monthly only. Yeah. I don't give my movies out for more than a month, uh, so I, I never know with these streaming deals. It's crazy. So yeah, I, I always like to look has, at those. Uh, John Randolph, who is. Uh, Sparky's uh, dad in uh, Christmas Vacation. I don't even know who that is. What? Sparky is obviously uh, the dad. Okay. Chevy Chase. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> should we wrap it up? Yeah. You've been listening to episode 206 of the Tony Steg podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me. We had off road Attica Andy. Thank you. See you later.